Hi friends. So in this episode, we're going to talk about money. The thing that everybody loves, but nobody wants to fucking talk about. I'm going to share with you a lot of the things I've realized and a lot of the truths that I've come to about money, which have made me be a lot less constricted with it because I've had a bad relationship with money for so long. And every time I'd have to spend money on something that I didn't want to spend it on, I would get fucking pissed. Like aware and aggravated, extra emphasis on the aggravated. Like it would piss me off to buy something or have to spend money on something that I didn't want to have to spend it on. Like car insurance, I get it. Like I understand it's useful, but like bitch get real. Health insurance, fuck you. Birthday gifts and Christmas gifts that you feel obligated into. You don't really want to fucking buy them, but you got to. So then you go swipe in your card and you get pissed off because you just spent money you didn't want to spend. I get it. I've been there. I'm still there sometimes. But it's really, really hard to relax around money when you don't have it or you don't have enough or you don't have a predictable income and like assurance that more is coming. And then you throw on top of that, maybe you do have a consistent income, but you hate your fucking job or you hate what you have to do to make the money, then you're going to resent it. Then you resent the fact that you need it. We're going to clear all this shit up. And I'm going to tell you a lot of the things that have helped me. I'm not claiming to know everything. All right. So don't come at me and be mean. (laughs) Before I get into all that, I have some exciting news. So for those of you that don't know, I have an app, like a mobile app you can get on your phone. It's called Positive Focus. And for a while, it's only been on iPhones. Like it's only been in the Apple App Store. But I have exciting news because I just made a bunch of changes to it. But I also made a Google Play version. Well, I had it made. I don't know how to code. But my app is basically positive notifications, hence the name Positive Focus. It's notifications that come through your phone that are messages of positivity, like cute little things. And then there's also, I throw in questions To make you think for yourself. Because a lot of these affirmation apps and affirmation bullshit, it's just a statement. Like you read it and it doesn't actually make you feel better. But if I ask you a question that will guide your thoughts in a positive direction or it will like make you start to think in a certain way, if I can make that be positive, great. That's what's actually going to make you feel better. So that's been on the app. But the part that I just added that I am so excited about is an entire section of shadow work journal prompts. So if you don't know what shadow work is, it's basically digging into your subconscious and fully meeting yourself. And what I mean by meeting yourself is you're finding out all the reasons, conscious and unconscious, of why you do what you do, why you want what you want, why you like what you like. It's like, you know that saying, you can only meet someone as far as they've met their self. This is the way to fully meet yourself. And you're gonna realize a lot of things So my app will also serve as a resource of a place to go when you're struggling with something. Because anything you experience is based on the perspective you're holding about it. So you can go on my app and gain new perspectives about a situation you're dealing with. And I know that seems simple, but sometimes it really is that simple of you flip a perspective about something you're going through and it changes the whole experience. You can go from suffering to not suffering by flipping one thought in your mind. So the way this is set up right now in my app is it's just a list of topics and there's 11 right now of different issues you could be dealing with. One of them is not having enough money. So if you like this episode at the end, um, check out my app. There's a whole, and I made it free. There's a whole journal prompt about how to work through 
your beliefs and your perspectives about money. If you do test out my app and you like it, please message me on Instagram and let me know. And leave it a rating in the app store, preferably five stars. Like you guys don't understand how much reviews actually help. And it makes me feel good, you know, like to know that people are actually liking something enough to go like rate it. And everything in my app is everything that I've had to work through. So the topics that I have listed right now are struggles I've had and shit that I didn't know how to handle. And then I had to learn how to handle it. And then I, now I've converted that into how can I help others handle whatever I was going through. So my list right now only has 11 topics, but I'm going to continue to add to it. So I will definitely post about every time I add a new topic. And if you have a topic in specific you want me to make um, a prompt about, just message me. I'll link my Instagram account in the description of this podcast. And I'll also put the link to my app if you want to check it out. All right, now let's get into money. So the first thing I had to realize about it is it is a tool. At the base level, money is a tool. That's it. It's a resource. Money is just a tool, a resource, whatever label you want to throw on it. That can give you power. It can give you access to certain things. It can bring you convenience. It can free up your time. Like shit can just be a lot more efficient. Because you have money, you can pay for better options of things. But that word right there, options, that's all money is. It's a resource for options. It really is that simple. Because money allows you to not have to exercise certain skills and do certain things to get something that you want. If you look at a lot of rich people, they're fucking dumb. They have no actual skills. They don't know how to handle things because they're used to paying people to do things. Do you think that most people that are filthy fucking rich know how to fix a toilet or change a light bulb or take a door off the hinges, fix a door if it's squeaking? No. Half of them don't even know how to fucking drive. They have chauffeurs. They lack the basic fucking skills. Like people that have grown up in money, like goddamn, I wish it was me, but people with money sometimes don't have as many skills. And the people that don't have money have a lot of fucking skills that are really useful. Like if you snatched money out of the world today, all these rich people would be the first ones dead. I swear, because that's their only source of power. That's like their main way of getting their needs met is they just pay to have shit done for them. The people that would survive are the broke ones that have had to fend for their self and learn how to take care of their self. Like, it was do it yourself or it doesn't get done. Rich people have the, the option of if I don't want to do it myself, I can pay for it and it can still get done. But I don't want to talk shit on rich people because I'm going to be one one day. I'm going to be one. Watch me. Watch me. I'm going to be a fucking billionaire. Bezos, I'm coming for your gig, bitch. So once you understand that... All the stigma and all the bullshit that people have like thrown against money for so long, like it's the root of all evil and it's all this and it's all that. No, money is not an animate object. It's not something that thinks. People have this idea and throw this shit around like money is something that chooses who it goes to and you only get it if you are like being rewarded for something and it, it only comes after hard work. Like all these things that people have said around money and built up around it, they demonize money. They give it like a mind of its own. And I believed it for so long. And there's so much shame and guilt around wanting money. But like I just said, money doesn't choose who it goes to. I've seen some of the stupidest motherfuckers make a lot of money. And I've seen a lot of people that are really smart be broke. So if it's not about 
smarts? Is it about being a good person? Nope, not about that either. Because I've seen some really shitty fucking rich people. Like some people that are just rotten at the core. They are so unaware and oblivious and apathetic. It's sad. And I've also seen people that are great people and they're broke dick. I don't mean to bring religion into it, but there are a lot of corrupt priests that are out here fucking the altar boys and fucking the children at the church, driving around in goddamn Porsches and Maseratis because they're collecting money from the church. My point is not about the church. My point is about the money. The money does not decide who it goes to. It has no mind of its own. Money does not care if you're a good person, whether you're a bad person. And when I realized that, it was like an immediate sense of relief. So if money is just a resource, it's a tool, there's nothing wrong with wanting more of it. Like if, if something can bring you convenience and access to shit and options, if something can make your life easier, why would you not want more of it? People trying to shame other people for wanting more money, it's not a moral fucking thing. That's not what money is. It's a resource. Why would you not want it? I, I don't want everybody to sit with that for like two seconds. Why the fuck would you not want money? It's not evil. I just exposed that. It's neutral. It's not good. It's not bad. It has no mind of its own. It's an inanimate fucking object. People have just given it this like persona. You know what I mean? So this means you don't have to be worthy of money. You don't have to do anything to be worthy of having it or getting it. It doesn't choose who's worthy and doesn't. So that whole argument goes away. Because is the priest worthy of it? In anybody's opinion? Fuck no. But he's getting it. And there's also starving children and people. They don't even have to be children. But there are starving people all throughout the world that don't have money. Do they deserve that? Do they deserve to starve? No. There's no deserving. There's no being worthy or unworthy. And the whole thing about money being based off of hard work. No the fuck it's not. That's what is taught so people can justify being miserable with their fucking life. If they think that is the only way to get money and you need money to live, they're going to do it. And they're going to feel better about it because they're like, okay, it's normal to suffer. It's normal to have to bust my ass and hate my life and work hard to get money. That's what people are taught. So they feel validated when they're busting their ass. Like, yep, I'm doing this right. I, they get to feel justified. Yep, I'm doing it the right way. When in real life, hard work does not equal money. Yes, there are certain things where you need to work hard and put in effort into things. But hard work does not always equal money. Because some people work so fucking hard for so little. And some people barely work or do so little and get so much money. I know I dog Kylie Jenner on a lot of shit, but when I'm talking about money, it's just so easy. Like any of the Kardashians and any influencer, they make ridiculous amounts of fucking money just to post on Instagram or to post on TikTok. Like they will make a normal citizen's salary, yearly salary for one fucking post. So where does that equate hard work equals money? It doesn't. Because, like I said, Kylie Jenner, the bitch is born into it. The bitch was born into the fame. She, her mom is the best manager I've ever seen. I hope Kris Jenner writes a book 
about like everything she does and knows about business because that fucking bitch is so smart and I envy her. Her children would be nothing without her. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not dogging them. I'm just saying how much I envy and how much I love Kris Jenner to prove my point of it doesn't fucking matter the kind of person you are because Kylie Jenner was born into it. She was born into a family that had some fame. She was born into a family that was able to capitalize on it and make a shit ton of money. People that are born into it are another example. Like some people are just born into better situations than others. Not better, but more financially abundant situations. So to say hard work equals success, no, that's not the truth. In some instances, sure, but it doesn't go both ways because like I said, all these famous people can make a post on Instagram. How hard is it to pull your fucking thumb out of your ass to click post on a picture? Not hard, but you got nurses or teachers out here actually making a fucking difference in the world, making peanuts compared to what these twats are posting on Instagram for. For Kylie Jenner to go do something that is actual hard work, she would make so much less money than what she makes by making a post on Instagram. If you made Kylie Jenner go teach a fucking high school or go do heart surgery, make her go be a doctor, like Kim Kardashian going to be a lawyer, great, love that for you. But she's going to make so much less money being a lawyer, doing hard work, than posting a fucking picture of her ass online. So the whole hard work equals making money is bullshit. And people that make an insane amount of money, I don't understand how they can be so fucking asleep and not help other people. But that's something I just don't understand. And we're not going to talk about that. But even with that, that's another tactic people use. Oh, you need to give to others. You need to be giving. You need to this. You need to that when you have money. When there's people with billions of dollars that are selfish as fuck and don't do anything but help their self. So the whole like self-sacrifice and being like self-righteous shit, that goes out the window too. There's so many things about money that don't make any sense when you actually look at them. So the next thing I'm going to tell you about money, I know some people are probably going to get a little pissed off and I know I'm going to sound like one of these hippies. (laughs) for like two seconds, but it's me. Okay. Y'all know me. Like, I'm not like that. I'm going to bring it around and like put it into real life in two seconds. So money is not an essential need to live. Humans need air, water, shelter, food. That's it. Money can help you get access to these things. Yes. But as a physical human, you do not need physical money or a credit card or any of this shit to actually live. Like I said, it is so much easier to have it. But my point that I'm trying to drive home is it is not a need. And it was so important for me to realize that money was not a need for being human because I despise that I need things. Because my experience in my life Um, whenever you need something, someone can manipulate you. Whenever you want something, it can be used against you. Now that is two different things because if you need something versus if you want something, if you want something, you have more of a choice. If you need something, you're fucked. So wanting money, that is not bad. Money is simply a desire. It is not a need to desire money. That's fine. 
That's totally okay. But to convince yourself you need it. Someone like me, that twists me up inside. Because I resent anything I need, like I said, because you can be manipulated, you can be controlled. There's a lot of elements where your power can be taken away when you need something. So when I realized money is not an essential need for me to survive, I felt immediate relief. Like I almost wanted to fucking cry because I felt free. I was like, holy shit, dude. Just realizing that made me feel so much better. The mindset I've kind of taken on since I've realized that is money is a luxury. And money is just a tool. Some people have it and some people don't. But you can survive without it. Think about the old days. I know, here comes the hippie shit. Where people would like trade things. And they would live in the fucking wilderness. Babe, you can make it work, okay? No one wants to fucking do that, okay? Let's get real. No one fucking wants to do that. But just bringing that truth up and making everyone aware of it. But I want to make sure everybody hears this that listens to my podcast. Like, I want to scream this from the fucking rooftops. Like, you will be okay if you don't have money. You will not die. I know that can sound ignorant in certain situations, but just take that belief for like two seconds and just like look at that for two seconds. And also, if you believe that you will die if you don't have money, you have zero faith in people because you think that no one would help you if you didn't have money. Because if you think of people with certain medical conditions, if they don't have money, they could die because like anyone that can survive normal like me, thank God. I can run around saying, oh, I don't need money, I'm fine. But people that are born with disabilities or things that they need to actually buy in order to live, they're definitely going to be way more resistant to the whole, oh, you don't need money to live. That just reveals that we have no faith left in society. We have no faith left in human beings to help each other. Because the people that have so much are letting everybody else fucking suffer. And this is something that's going to be a little bit hard to swallow. If you think that you will die if you don't have money, you feel like you have no value. You feel like you have nothing to offer. Because, like I said in the beginning, not having money teaches you to acquire skills. Now, society constructs it where if you don't have money, they make it seem like you're worthless when you are actually so fucking valuable. You have the skills that these rich people don't have. The working class is being paid to do the things that these rich fucks can't do, whether they don't know how to do it or they're not willing to do it. But if you think you will die if you don't have money, you think no one could see any value in you and want to help you and to keep you around. You feel like you can't meet needs for anyone. That's the core belief there. And I can't blame you for that because I was thinking the same thing for so long because this is what we're taught. Everything is constructed for us to believe this. It's just so funny once you become aware of that because you realize the rich are the worthless and the ones that have to work for money are the ones that are actually powerful. Because what happens tomorrow if everybody stops going to work? What happens? The rich will fall. I don't think we should do that because that's just going to cause too much fucking chaos. But you get my point. I'm the type person, if I see someone needs help, I'm going to fucking help them. That's just how I am. 
If I was working at a hospital and I had a patient come in and they needed certain supplies or certain things and they can't pay for it or afford it and I see that they need it and they're struggling without it, if I can steal it for them and give it to them, I 1000% will a hundred times over and I don't give a fuck about the hospital. But my point is everyone's faith in humanity is shot. No one actually thinks anyone would be there for them and help them because it seems like everyone is just left to struggle. And that's the way society is now. Like no one sees you struggling and helps you. They shame you. They make fun of you. Having a genuine heart and genuinely caring for one another is gone. That's out. Like that's like not the vibe as you fucking freaks like to say. My point has been proven, I think, about the whole you have no faith in people and you shouldn't like I don't either. I have trust no one tattooed on my hand. That doesn't come from living a life of experiences where I can rely on people and trust people and to be able to think that people will help me. I have that shit tattooed on my hand as a fucking reminder. Don't. But you don't have to look at what I'm saying as right or wrong, or you don't have to agree with it or believe it. I'm just saying if you look at things from a grand scale, money is not a need to a physical human to survive. Because it is what? A fucking tool. It is just a tool to help you get the things you need to survive. Water, food, shelter. Connection too. Because we'd be needing each other. Y'all just don't want to fucking have that conversation. The other part of my relief around this realization is since money is not a need, I don't have to suffer for it. So what I mean by that is I don't have to work a job I fucking despise for it. If I don't have money... I can figure out other ways to meet my needs. Like you have to get creative. You need to think critically. Like you need to be able to trust yourself that if you don't have money, you will still be able to survive. You need to like sit down and think of the like the shit that you would do, like prepare for it. That's something that helped me a lot. Once I realized this, I was like, okay, since mister, you don't fucking need money all of a sudden. I like put it to the test in my own head. I was like, okay, so if for the next 30 days I spend $0, how would I continue to do what I do or survive? And what would be the consequences? Like I fully sat down and went through everything I would need to do to be able to survive. And it helped me relax around money so much because I realized, yo, This shit is just a social construct, like social media and society and the news and the way shit is now is just so backwards. But at the core of it, you can survive. You will be more than okay. I know it seems like catastrophic and it seems fucking terrible to even think about it. But if you're scared of something, you need to face it. You need to be able to look at it and prepare for it because that will give you the confidence and make you less scared, which makes you less resistant to it. Because whatever you resist persists. So if you keep fucking resisting, not having money, you're going to keep not having money. So work in a job that you hate. If you're aware, I don't need money to survive. You immediately right there, take your power back over your life. So you can look at your job and say, okay, I'm aware I don't need this, but I want it because it makes things easier. So I'm going to choose to continue working this job. I'm going to choose the whole thing. The whole power thing is in the ability to choose. And once you're aware that you can choose your whole perspective and attitude towards going to that shitty booty ass job you hate will change because you know that you're choosing it. Now, like I said, with the whole awareness thing, 
if you're aware that you're choosing it, you might want to choose different. And if you want to go look for a new job, do it. You can choose that. It's in your power. You can choose whatever the fuck you want to do. So money not being a need means it can't be held against me. When you convince yourself you need money, you can be controlled by it. It's like water. If you tell me, Leo, you can't have water and you hold me back from it. And you're like, okay, the only way you can have water is if you go become a prostitute or you go work this fucking job you hate or X, Y, Z. I would feel like I had to do it because if that's my only way to get water, which is something I need to live, I'm fucked if I don't get it. If that is the absolute only way I can get the water, then I'm going to have to do it if I want to live. But even then I get a choice. What I would do personally, my stubborn ass, is I would start looking for other ways to get water before I just committed. Because if you have a need, that's something people can use to bargain with you to cross your own boundaries and to give up your boundaries and your self-respect and make you do shit you don't want to do. When someone holds something over your head that you need, they can control you. Now that you're aware that money is not a physical need, people can't hold that shit over your head anymore. And if they do, it's because you choose it. You don't have to throw away your boundaries for money. You don't have to throw away your self-respect. You don't have to do shit you hate for money. You can choose to. But you now have the awareness that it's a choice. You do not have to. And that, becoming aware it's a choice, is going to help you stop resenting money. Like, I have to go to this fucking job to not even make enough to fucking do what I want to do. All I can do is pay a bill and jerk off. I can't even fucking go on vacation. Like, you know what I mean? You get that frustration of like, I have to go do this thing I hate because I have to have money. Because I have to pay my bills or I will die. Because you convinced yourself of that. Question it. If you don't believe me, question it. Question your own life and the way that you look at shit. Because the awareness that I just shared that I gained helped me completely relax around that. Because now it's not, oh my God, I have to go work this fucking job I hate. It's no, I'm choosing to go work it. Like I said, money gives you options. But if you can start thinking of options, you're going to find the money. There's other ways to meet your needs. You just have to look for them. Money is not the only way. It's a great one. It's a fucking easy one, but it's not the only way. So let's talk about some illusions of money. And what I mean by that is like people seeming like they have a lot more than they do. Very common on social media, but it's also very common in real life. So because you see someone with something, number one, it doesn't mean it's theirs. It does not mean it belongs to them. Number two, if you see someone with something, it does not mean that they bought it or paid for it. Someone else could have bought it. They could have been gifted it. It could be a loaner. Like I said, it might not be theirs. But what do we do when we see someone with something? We just fucking assume. That's the way we are. It's just your brain just fills in gaps. When you don't know something, it just fills things in. You can't control that. But when you notice that you start, your brain starts filling in certain gaps, certain things, you can question what's being filled in. You know what I mean? For an example, if you see some girl walking down the road and she got a fucking Birkin. For those of you who don't know what a Birkin is... It's an Hermes bag. Like, it's one of the most expensive bags in the world. They start at, like, $10,000 for a fucking purse. I know, right? So you see some girl with a Birkin, and you're immediately going to be like, fuck, how did that bitch fucking do that by herself? But if you catch yourself and you're like, no, I don't know who bought it. I don't know if it's actually hers. Is it her friend's? Did she steal it from somebody? Like, there's so many more things that can be filled in than what your brain just told you other than she bought it herself. 
So you never know. Some bitches actually do buy their own Birkins, and I love that for them. They'd be selling the shit out of some hair extensions. But let me throw a little shit at social media because you guys know I like to do that. With influencers and people that have a lot of followers, a lot of the times, the things that you see them with, they got gifted or they got for free. There's a lot of brands and companies that will give influencers certain things just because their followers seeing them with something will make their followers want it. Like Emma Chamberlain getting sponsored by Louis Vuitton was the best fucking move they could have made because all these girls want to look like Emma Chamberlain and that they associate Emma Chamberlain with a Louis Vuitton bag or the Louis Vuitton brand. This whole generation, as they grow up and get money, they're going to start wanting that shit. Like, it's a big branding move. But you think Emma Chamberlain is paying for a motherfucking thing from Louis Vuitton? Absolutely not. You think she's paying for her own flight to go to Paris for the fashion shows? Absolutely the fuck not. Maybe. I don't know. But we fucking know what's going on. I'm over here winking at you like we're in the same room hanging out together. Like, wink, wink, bitch. We know they're actually, like, paying for everything. Another thing you don't realize is these vacations you see influencers taking, they're paid for. I know this one guy I follow on Snapchat, he was like transparent about it. He went to Bora Bora for two weeks, two whole ass weeks with his little girlfriend. And then there, these two couples that were friends, they both went and they were posting about it. And I followed them the whole trip. Like I was like eating this shit up. I loved it. Like they were posting about their trip, everything they ate, everywhere they went, everything they did. They were posting, 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 posting. And they had a blast. Like, you can't do much in Bora Bora. You're, like, stuck to your resort. But they were posting the shit out of this resort. And it just looked like they were just enjoying their vacation. Nothing seemed sponsored. Nothing seemed, like, fishy. Like, they were advertising. But someone had swiped up and asked him a question of how he affords vacations like this. Because this guy goes on vacations all the time. And he came clean and said, oh, the resort paid for everything for me to come. They bought his flight. They paid for all his room. They paid for all his food. They paid for everything as long as he posted about it and made the resort look cool. So he just had like a fucking $50,000 vacation for free. So you're looking at these influencers like, how are y'all affording like $50,000 vacations every goddamn month? Like, how are y'all doing this? They're not. It's free. Most of the time, they're getting some portion of the trip compensated. So even if they buy their flight there, the hotel they're staying at gave them a free room. And that shit's expensive. So that's an illusion that people don't realize is actually going on because I was shocked when I found that out and realized how common that was. Like, people are sponsored for fucking everything. And it's in ways that you don't even know that they're sponsored. Like, just come do this and we'll pay you to come here and post that you're here? What? That shit happens with clubs and bars and all kind of shit, like, in bigger cities. Like these Insta models and all these influencers you see showing up places, they're getting paid to be there. Or their entire bottle section and all their shit that they're drinking is free. As long as they come and post about it and bring their other influencer friends and everybody looks like they're having a great time. I actually saw this like firsthand at Icebox, the jewelry store in Atlanta. I was there one time and the influencer Jackie Anna, I don't know if I should say her name or not, but there's nothing bad. I do have one thing to say about her, is she is pretty as fuck in real life, okay? Like, she's not gonna know about this podcast, like, it's a tiny podcast, who gives a shit? But, that bitch pretty as fuck in real life, and I just gotta say that, like, the way her body is built, the way she moves, her mannerisms, like, that bitch is just, like, perfect. And she was really sweet, like, most people that are really hot are assholes sometimes, or influencers are kind of like dicks, 
but she was like really sweet and like was very humble and was like cool and she like bitch spent some money okay let me just clear that up because where i'm about to go with this story bitch spent some money she bought some bracelets and they were fully iced out like she spent a good chunk a change in there but then when like she was walking by this one case like going to check out she saw this necklace and i think it was like two grand or some shit like that and she was like, oh, oh my God, like, I'm going to buy everything else, but can I post for this necklace? And the guy was like, hang on, let me go get the manager. And the manager comes over and he checked how many followers she's got on Instagram. And then he was like, yeah, just post the story and I'll give it to you. So homegirl posted a literal fucking 24 hour story and got a $2,000 necklace for free. Like, I saw it with my own eyes, and I was shocked. Like, there was no paper receipt. He just handed her the necklace. And I was, like, shell-shocked because, like, you, you like, speculate, you know? But I didn't realize that shit actually was a real thing. The day that I, like, gained enough of a following to do this, like, my TikTok has, like, 92,000 followers, and I'm like, bitch, I can get a necklace. <laughs> no, but the day that I can do this and people are paying me to do shit... I will be telling all of you about it. I will be so transparent about it if that day comes. Like, I will get more enjoyment coming on this podcast and telling you, ooh, I got this for free. Ooh, I got that for free. Who wants to go to Bora Bora, bitch? We got a free trip. You know what I mean? Like, I would be so excited <laughs> to tell everybody about it. Other people like to hide it because they're embarrassed and they like to flex and, like, have this whole image of, like, what it is. But I look at it like a celebration of, like, yo... Look what you guys gave me. You know what I mean? And I would give the fuck back with shit. Like, I would honestly probably go to Icebox and ask to, like, post for things, air quote, post for things, and then do giveaways and, like, give away the shit that I just got for free to you guys. You know what I mean? Because you're the only reason I would be in that position. But anyway, that's not my point. My whole point with all that was people really be getting shit for free just because they have followers. <laughs> okay, so I want to finish this off with the last tip that really helped me with spending. Cause like I said in the beginning, like when I go to spend money, I'm stressed out. I don't like it. I don't like spending money. So what I did was create a budget. And I know you're like, yeah, Leo, shut the fuck up. I'm turning the podcast off annoying, but I'm not going to be one of those people that preaches a budget. I'm just going to share like what it did for me. So I made a budget of every week, the amount of money I bring in the amount of money I have to set aside for certain things, like so that all of my bills and everything is paid for. And then I have the amount that I can spend and the amount that I save. So my spending money, I can do whatever I want with it. I can fucking throw it off a bridge if I want. And everything else I have is paid, you know? So it's like I give myself free reign with this specific amount of money every month. And when I go to spend this money, I feel a lot more relaxed around it because I'm not like worried and stressed that it's going to prevent me from paying one of my other bills or at the end of the month. You know what I mean? That's something that's helped me like not be so constricted around spending money. And I think that would really help. Like, bitch, I know where every single dollar I spend goes. I'm not like that dramatic with it, but I keep track of what I spend so that I cannot be stressed about it. Does that make sense? Like some people would look at budgeting as something stressful. Like to count everything that they spend. They're looking at that like, oh my God, that's fucking stressful. I don't want to do that. It's a waste of time, yada, yada. I don't look at it like that anymore because I'm like, I'm finding out how much I get to spend. 
you know, like how much I can freely fucking spend. Like if I have 200 bucks for this week, I can spend on whatever I want. If I think, oh, I want to go out to eat with my friend, I don't have to feel guilt. I don't have to be anxious. I don't have anything that I feel other than, oh my God, I'm excited. I can go do this. It's like you have a toolbox. And I said, money is a tool. You need to keep track of how many tools are in your toolbox before you try to go fucking build something. You know, you need to be aware of what you've got before you go. And that's what helps me. Like, I like to count what's in my toolbox before I go building shit. So those were some of the things that helped me relax around money. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and, like, took something from it. I do look forward to hearing what you think. Um, If you don't mind, could you leave my podcast a five-star rating? Thank you so much. And if you want to hear me talk about any other topics, uh, message me on Instagram. Like I said, I'm going to link it in the description. And check out my app. Please let me know what you think of that too. I like feedback. I like to talk. I like to like converse, you know. I want to know everybody's thoughts and opinions and feelings. (laughs) Anyways, thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you again next Sunday.